Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, Kules. Welcome to Barca Talk. I'm your host, Gabriel Quiroga, here in the Spanish capital. And as we mentioned last week, we are going to begin our summer schedule this week. And every Tuesday, we're going to have a yearbook episode, which is about 10 to 15 minutes long or so, just highlighting the different themes of the season. And we have picked different people to narrate those episodes. And in today's episode, we're going to highlight the defense as Craig McGuff highlights those impactful players. But first, I want to give a quick shout out. We're going to talk about this more on Thursday, but the women, the Femini have done it. They won the Champions League finally, especially coming from behind two goals at halftime. It did look bleak. It looked as one of those crazy games where, you know, Barcelona had amazing amounts of opportunity and the two opportunities that Wolfsburg had, they were able to score. But the Femini were able to pull it back and get the 3-2 victory. And Rolfo, my favorite player right now on the Femini, was able to score the game winner. And it was a delight. Now, the only my only complaint with this, and we'll get more into this on Thursday, is that I wish this was a Saturday night match because I think it would have added a little bit more importance. But I, I'm glad that UEFA is doing a better job of highlighting this Champions League for the women. So congratulations, FCB Femini. Again, we'll dive into this more on Thursday. The last thing I wanted to note is just kind of a emotional, you know, type of full circle moment. I was in Paris this past weekend, and I was able to meet one of our patrons, Nicholas, and we had a really great conversation having coffee. And, you know, I've really enjoyed creating this podcast. And, and the thing I did not see coming was creating this community that we've done on our Patreon side, which has been amazing. I've been able to meet many of our members as they've traveled here to Spain or outside. And I'm just thinking of all the people who have contributed, like Troy and Remy, who I've met both in person and virtually through the Patreon group and through different trips. You know, Victor, I'm thinking of you as well. Just, you know, just we've met in person so many times and obviously with the North American Pena Tour. But it's just been really great to connect with people from all around the world that have this common love and passion for Football Club Barcelona. So I just wanted to give a quick shout out about that. Now, as I said, we are going to continue to create content. There's going to be lots of transfer rumors and so forth. If you want to join our virtual Pena, please consider joining our Patreon group. It's so much fun. We have a lot of love, a lot of good debates on football and yeah, so it's it's 
it's a lot of fun. So check it out. And also you get commercial free podcast. Now, as I said, today is going to be the first of our yearbook episodes. And we're going to get into that after this quick break from NordVPN. Are you tired of hackers and cyber criminals snooping around your online activities? Do you want to safely access your favorite shows and content from anywhere in the world? Then you need NordVPN, the best VPN on the market. And the good news is that there's an exclusive birthday deal just for you. Buy NordVPN now and win extra subscription time. With NordVPN, you can protect your online activity and keep your private information away from prying eyes. And if you're traveling abroad, don't worry. Connect to a NordVPN server in your home country and safely enjoy content as if you'd never left. So what are you waiting for? Visit nordvpn.com Barsa now to get this special birthday deal. Shield your data from snoops and criminals with NordVPN's state-of-the-art encryption. Safely listen to podcasts, stream shows, or simply browse in complete privacy. Again, visit nordvpn.com Barsa. The link is in the show notes. Get NordVPN now and enjoy a safe and private online experience. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Barca Talk podcast and I'm thrilled to have you with us as we dive into another exciting discussion around the ever exciting fun-filled world of Football Club Barcelona. In football we often celebrate the goal scorers, the creative midfielders, the dazzling wingers especially at Barca but today we're turning our attention to uh, an equally crucial yet often unsung aspect uh, of the game which is uh, which is defence. Over the years we've seen that a robust defence is often the cornerstone of successful teams. It's often said that you know a tackle win your games and defence will win your leagues and it's that that's you know genuinely propelled Barca to to the success that we've had this season. And I think, you know, what we've seen this year is the ability to remain resilient under pressure um, and to thwart attacks that in recent seasons, you know, would have been the difference between us taking a point instead of a, a loss or more importantly this season where we've been able to hold on and win games instead of taking a draw. So today we're going to look at that in a little bit more detail. We're going to talk about how the the, the uh, defence evolved over the course of the season, look at the tactics we employed, some of the standout players and some of their standout moments. So sit back, relax. Let's enjoy on this journey together, knowing that for once, this is going to be a fun episode about Barca's defence. So as we talk about the defence in a, uh, a bit more detail today, I think we must first understand that the tactics behind Barca's defence have been slightly different than they've been in, in any other in any, in any other seasons in recent times, I would say. It's been a season of evolution, it's been a season of growth, and our young defenders have adapted admirably um, to the demands being placed upon them this season. I think the first thing that stands out to me is how Xavi Hernandez, obviously head coach of Barca, has shaped these tactics. His philosophy is inherently possession-based football. He's very much schooled in in the Barca tradition from Mikels through Croy through Pepin and now, now himself. So it's very much about keeping the ball, possession, nice phases and patterns of play. But what we've seen is that Barca's employed a high pressing style trying to force errors as well as being defensively sound. And his approach hasn't been as rigid as other managers uh, have been or perhaps as many, including myself, might have thought he would have been. He's shown tactical flexibility adjusting the team's position positions Sorry, um, based on the situation that we've found ourselves in and the players that he's had at his disposal. In some games, we've seen the team drop deep, soak up pressure, try and counter long balls from Testeg and stuff like that. And at times, they've held a high line with a high press trying to make the opposition make mistakes much closer to their goal. And so I think this adaptability has been a really key factor in Barca's defensive success this season. But his tactics are only as good as the players that he has implemented them. And we've had some really standout performers this season in defence. 
So let's look at them in a little bit more detail in the next segment. So as we've gone through the season, there's been a few individuals in our defensive lineup that have truly made their mark. And I think we've had some real coming of age stories this year. And today I want to put a bit of a spotlight on four players who've been instrumental in Barcelona's defensive evolution. First up is obviously Alejandro Balde. The, The young fullback has shown immense potential. His energy, his pace, the attacking threat that he's got combined with being defensively solid has brought a really new dynamic to our left flank and his performances have demonstrated maturity beyond beyond his years and a bright future lies ahead. And I think what it's enabled us to do is not be panicking about whether Jordi Alba will renew or not. So we've been able to take a really important economic decision knowing that we've got a more than capable uh, replacement for someone who in Alba has been an incredible stalwart of our team for the last decade. Next, we've got Jules Koundé. Now, the centre-back's become an essential part of our defensive unit. He reads the game really well. He's composed on the ball. He's really good at, uh, at breaking up play. And despite the fact that it's probably been a bit more of a rocky season than he would have wanted, he's, he's been played, in his mind, out of position a little bit. I still think at times he's performed quite well. But I think the real thing about Jules Koundé is that you know we haven't seen the full potential of him in a Barca shirt yet, I don't think. So whilst he's done well, I think it's important that we watch this space for next season. Someone who has, well, I say hit their potential, who knows where the ceiling is for this guy, but Ronald Araujo is just immense. He's just a presence. He's dominant. He's aggressive. He's robust. He's all action. He's swashbuckling. He's got a never-say-die attitude that's won him fans not only in our supporters, our fan base, but also you know he's, he's getting lots of headlines across Europe now. And I genuinely think that we're looking at a future, uh, a future captain and maybe a future legend there. And lastly, let's not forget Andreas Christensen. I think a lot of people were, were sceptical about the signing of Christensen. You know, he was known for his calm demeanour and, and great positional sense, but he was maybe a little bit dull in a lot of people's eyes. But I think what he's shown is that that dullness is actually really, you know, it's really solidly consistent performances that you get from him time and time again. Is he the most flashy defender in the world? No, but he's dependable. And at times, I think we've needed that dependability more than anything else back there this season. We're a young team and he's brought a real air of calmness and maturity about it. So these four players alongside the rest of the defensive unit, especially Tesh Stegen, who we haven't really mentioned there, have helped shape an incredible defensive season for Barca. They've risen to the occasion time and time again, and they've left an indelible mark on this season. And it's not just about individual performances. There have been key moments that have defined our defensive resilience across the board. Uh, And we'll look at them in a little bit more detail in the next little section that we've got coming up here. I think one of the most compelling aspects of Barca's 2022-2023 season is the sheer strength of of our defence. I mentioned it a few times. And it becomes crystal clear how important this is when we look at some of the team's key stats from the season. So we had 27 wins, four draws and just four losses this season, culminating in a total of 85 points. So it's a good points total. It's an impressive record, but it's not really indicative of of attacking prowess. I think it's fair to say that it's a testament to solid defence this season. And in terms of goals conceded, Barcelona have conceded just 15 goals this season. That's an average of only 0.43 goals per game, which when you consider that the team played 35 matches, that level of consistency is genuinely remarkable. It's it's a stat that's a clear indication of the effectiveness of, of the defensive structure that we have this season. And I think that the standout performances that we've seen have backed that up. But as I said earlier, that no, it's the it's the consistency of the group that's been the most impressive thing for me. The other thing that we can look at is uh, is expected goals against. Now, obviously, this is a reasonably new metric in the world of football statistics. Um, 
but you know, if we look at it, the the expected goals against across the season was thirty point one. So this estimates the number of goals that a team would have conceded given the quality of chances that they allowed. And the fact that our actual goals conceded was nearly half of the XGA highlights the exceptional performances that we've had across the defence. Again, underlying the performances that we've seen as individuals and collectively, you know, ultimately we should have conceded more than we did. And even the XGA is, is a realistically, it's a, it's a number that we'd expect to see a little bit higher, especially in recent seasons. So I think, you know, undoubtedly what we've seen this season is, is a defensive uh, performance that, you know, it's genuinely dragged us to that title, as I said a little bit earlier. And as we approach the end of this of this kind of quickfire uh, eulogy to the defence, I think it's important to take a step back and just appreciate the broader significance this season in terms of the defensive evolution at Barca. Football, as we know, is an ever-evolving sport and the best teams are those that can adapt, adjust and continually improve. It's what's made the legacy of people like Bill Shankly, Alex Ferguson, Arrigo Sarchi, uh, Capello, Pep. It's what made these managers so important to the history of the game is the fact that they haven't just won once they've won consistently and they've had to evolve and, and rebuild and go again and what we've seen this season is our defense do precisely that albeit in a reasonably small window they've adjusted to new tactics there's risen to new challenges and they've developed the resilience that's been crucial to the success that we've had this year the performances of balde especially araujo especially christensen as i mentioned earlier they're more than just individual accolades here what they do is hopefully set us up to really build from a defensive foundation that means that we can have confidence that we are going to be a team that's hard to beat and if you can make yourself incredibly hard to score against it just massively reduces the need to go and score goals at the other end and I think it's testament to the hard work that's been put in by those players as individuals but also Xavi and his coaching staff They've shown they can hold their own against the best attacks in the league. They've shown they can step up in big moments in hostile environments when there's pressure on and there's things at stake. And they've shown that they can make crucial interventions at crucial times in order to secure the points that we've needed. But the journey doesn't end here. This is one season. You know, it's it's been a really successful season, but it's one season. Football's relentless. We know that. There's always going to be room for improvement. Teams will change. Squads will change. I think in terms of this pre-season, because of the way the World Cup uh, was last season we're going to see a ridiculous amount of change across European football and obviously one of the big barometers for Barcelona is how can we take this league form that's been broadly good um, and obviously really successful how can we take that into Europe next season and avoid the the disappointing nights that we've had in European football and I think that needs to be the the, the benchmark that we now hold ourselves to defensively we've seen what we can do this season let's go again let's take marginal gains and improve and let's run it back and see what that brings us when we're at this time next year at the end of the season that's to come and that's the beauty of football it never ends there's always another challenge just around the corner another re- evolution that we didn't see coming and i think especially at a club like barcelona in the times that we're living in now genuinely who knows what we'll be discussing this time uh this time next season as everything winds itself down so as we wrap up the episode, uh, it's clear that the, the Barca defence has been a, a cornerstone of our success this year. I think the tactics that have been implemented by Xavi have been incredible. I think, you know, it must be difficult to take a philosophy uh, and amend it to a to an extent that you become quote-unquote a defensive team. But he's done what's needed. And I think that's the hallmark of a, of, of a very successful future manager, whether it's at Barca or elsewhere. And again, let's call out the, you know, the, the, the standout performances that we've seen from, from Balde, Araujo, Christensen. And, you know, again, Koundé, not the season he probably wanted, but he was, he was integral back there at times as well. And let's see what he does next season. We've had incredible statistics this year. 
we've conceded very, very few goals. We've been defensively resolute and solid. We've, we've, you know, finally shown that grit and determination has been missing for the past few seasons, which meant that we, you know, didn't have to rely on having a, an all world attack in order to see games out and get points and moving forward. It's going to be interesting to see how, how the defense evolves and, whether they can maintain this level of performance in, in the coming seasons. And I think if we look at the age across the board, genuinely, if we can solidify this, and this is the norm with this defensive unit, we're in for some incredible seasons moving forward, I think. So thank you for joining me on this deep dive into, into the defence that we've seen this season, into the evolution of the you know the young group of players that looks like they could be you know a, a, real, a real force to be reckoned with in future seasons. Stay tuned for more episodes where we'll continue to explore more facets of FC Barcelona. Until then, Vizca la Barca. Sports Social Podcast Network.